just grab them in the brisket. Guys, we are in new times today. Everything's changing. Everything's evolving around us. And it's it's weird. I mean, it's new times for us. This is, yeah, this is absolutely craziness. This whole um, COVID-19, which is how the intellectuals say it. They don't say coronavirus. They, don't they say, say corona. COVID-19. Uh, how do you say it, Alvin? The Rona. The Rona, yeah. So that's how the de- the degenerates say it. We got Alden back. Yeah, Alden is I, in the house. Alden I is in back. in the house. We were uh, able to come off of lockdown yesterday at 4.30. So at 4.30 and five seconds, Mandy was gone. Um, oh. Took the kids to, her in- to-, to my in-laws, her parents' house. Um, I was wondering why I hadn't seen 80 knocking on my door. I figured, oh, they must right. have took them somewhere. Yeah. Did you hear the screeching tires as they just peeled away? <laughs> I could smell the rubber. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, but no, we we uh, we came out yesterday. Uh, we're still trying to do our part as far as you know, not going anywhere. I, I finally left the house today. Uh, went to the store and stuff like that. But you know, I'm back, and now we've got another guy gone. Right? You know? Yeah, we got Alvin so, back, and we have both actually. Jan is Jan gone, is gone, and Matt is hiding at his house. Matt is a, a self quarantine. He's like self social distancing, which hey, it's it's respectable. Right. Love it. Uh, we're we're practicing the social distancing, so we got a good like maybe six, five feet apart from each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we I, got we got Jan on the Skype. Then we got Jan on the uh, Skype. Which I'm very yeah, jealous yeah, of. I, I, I would probably say that, that to be honest with y'all, I, I feel, I feel like y'all are definitely social distancing. Uh, you know, as far as uh, you have your own areas in the garage or a shop that y'all are going to, your mics and stuff are probably at least ten to twelve feet apart from each other. Um, y'all aren't shaking hands. Everybody's wearing gloves. So yeah, that's good. I mean, you sound good, Jan. I mean, you don't sound like you're coming from a tin can. So that's good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate what, that. What, wait, what does that mean? What did I sound like the last two weeks? No, you sounded good, but we we're getting be- better at this. <laughs> yeah, I think we are figuring of, this thing out. Correct. Yeah. And I'm very, I'm very jealous, Jan, because at least you're on video. I couldn't see nothing last time when I was podcasting from remote. Yeah, I, I know that. Uh, um, I I know that the guys were working on that, uh, trying to get you set up, and we just couldn't get it done. Uh, but we we did bring you in. Uh, so that was actually really awesome for John to get set up. And I just got lucky to draw, really. Uh, the right cables came in at the right time for me to be live, you know. And I'm loving it. Can we, it's a uh, whiskey and coke right now. Yeah, <laughs> we, can we just not um, gloss over the fact that – did you dye your goatee? Or is that just the glow <laughs> of the computer screen that's um, glossing glowing, over your – Glowing blue? Yeah. I – I did. I did dye my goatee. I dyed it blue. So this is what this is what a couple of days of quarantine will do to you. That's fantastic. I start making life decisions quick, life changing decisions. Nice. So uh, how's how's I guess I would say how's quarantine cooking going for you guys? Are you doing barbecue? You you grilling, cooking inside the house? What what are we what are we doing here? You know, truthfully, man, I have not done any cooking inside the house. I've done all my cooking outside uh, at space. That's where my man cave is, you know. So I got the uh, 
the griddles out there and uh i've got the i get the weber and i've got the uh the just a gas grill going as well but uh, i've been a lot of grill cooking so i've been killing it yeah i saw the picture you sent today was that was that a chili dog or something that was chili dogs done on the flat top yeah yeah everything was it was freaking phenomenal it looked amazing it was it was amazing so yeah what about you al you getting cooking done Cooking? Oh yeah, I cooked the the whole time. <laughs> That's why I was so busy staying away. Sounds good. All the time. All the time. He, he did all the cooking. All the time. I uh, did hear that, uh, um, and uh, I guess people that are getting quarantined together, like you got new boyfriend, girlfriend, you got newly like uh, married couples that oh, are that boy. are getting quarantined together for fourteen days. It's disaster. People are having a hard time coping, like, especially people dating. Like, you, I'm going over to your house, like, the, hey, I'm going to fix that meal that I, that you love, and goes over to the house and just, like, eats. This is the best meal ever. I love this food that you're cooking for me, babe. And then you get quarantined together. You get it 14 days in a row because that's all she can cook or he can cook. She, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That guy's like, I am out of here. Please cook something different. She's like, I don't know how to cook anything else. I'm gonna quarantine in my car. Yeah, I'm done. I'm gonna be in the bath, the the, the backyard. So, and then I saw another one. It's like a, a guy's like, uh, my wife uh, under quarantine. She decided to take up gardening. So she's like, dug this big, huge hole in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know what she's planning, but she definitely has a special meal for me tonight. So. I'm excited to see what that is. That's <laughs> like, funny. You know, and, and the reports, it's like, not that it's funny or anything, but like domestic violence is on the rise for that reason as well. You know what I mean? And uh, luckily, Manny and I, we only had one falling out. Um, and that was the first Sunday we were in quarantine when we had those uh, Donkeritas from <laughs> from Donkeys. And she happened to drink a little bit of those on Sunday, that Sunday. And yeah, that was the, uh, the really the only time we, we had a, a falling out. So we made it through it. <laughs> the margaritas will get you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially a lot of it. Every time. <laughs> Which, by the way, Jan, thank you for those anyways. They were delicious, by the way. You're welcome, bud. Anytime. He's over here pouring Gentleman Jack. Yeah. Is that about eight fingers? Yeah, something like that. So I asked you, uh, I mean, Jan's like newly into quarantine. You have went through it. Is there for the people out there that are listening that that may not have gone through it or could quite possibly go through it? Is there any advice? Is there any like maybe just uh, that you guys can tell to these people that like it's okay? I mean, it's well, you know, for us, like I said, you know, last episode we were able to work from home, so the week went by pretty normally. Um, for the kids, it took some, it took some time for them to finally realize like, we're just stuck here. Um, after they finally realized they're stuck, they got over it and they found different shit to do or whatever and stuff like that. So the worst part was, I mean, obviously you can't go anywhere. It sucks. It does. Uh, but we felt like we were safe and that's the only reason. So when Mandy left yesterday and I joked about it, she left at four 30 in five seconds, she took the kids over to, you know, her parents' house. And the only reason they agreed with that was because we had been quarantined, you know, on lockdown or whatever, you know, because her other grand, uh, you know, my in-laws, other grandchildren, they're not allowed to go over there yet, you know, because they're still, 
you know, going to the stores and stuff like that. So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, just, I, I guess the one thing I could say from all this is stock up on beer. Yeah. <laughs> or have great or neighbors alcohol. that, that bring you beer when you, yeah. when you need it. So, <laughs> well, prior to you going into quarantine, you already kind of like had the idea like, I'm going to maybe stock up a little bit just cause I'm not really sure what's going to happen going on. So you bought like maybe like eight cases of beer or like six cases of beer or whatever it is just to have it. Sure. I did. Once that quarantine hits, dude, that's all she wrote. Yeah. It goes fast. It goes fast. It does. Yeah. You know, but like I say, luckily, cause I, I do have to work. So I try to keep it as normal as possible. So, you know, I don't, I'm not going to drink at fucking nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday, you know, cause I'm working. You yeah. know what I mean? So. No, we wait till Wednesday to do that, don't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least 11 a.m. <laughs> or when John brings me little babies. Did little, you like Little this? baby beers. Hell I brought yeah, him a dude. six pack of what was like eight ounce beers or Seven something? Seven ounces, yeah. <laughs> He's like, here, this is for why you're working. I said, all right, cool. Thanks for nice. the snack. Thanks did for you the just snack. like. Pound them one by one, or did you combine them into like one big glass? <laughs> That's probably what I should have done. God dang it. Because they, they went pretty quick. Those little seven ounces don't last long. With like little seven ounce Bud Lights? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But it looks like a regular sized beer in Alden's hand. <laughs> Is it like Andre the Giant when you grab a hold of it? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but no, like we made it through, and thankfully, you know, we have great neighbors and friends. You know, that, that got us stuff when we needed stuff. So Mandy, uh, this morning, went to the store and spent a lot of dough on just different stuff we needed, you know. Um, because when we were in, you know, lockdown, we were just getting stuff that we had to have at that point immediately. You know what I mean? So she went and bought some Bud Light. Shit. She did not buy Bud Light. Actually, I've been drinking her uh, Trulies and the Bon & Vibes, the little spiked seltzers for the last two days. So. Why? I would have brought you Bud Light, man. Y'all went to the store enough for me, so. Okay. And she didn't, she, she, I, they needed to get out of my fridge anyways, because the longer I see them, the more I want to drink them, so. Yeah. Hmm. Can I say that we've been kind of hammering home for the last, ever since we created this podcast, getting out there and barbecuing, getting out there and barbecuing, getting to know your neighbors, mm-hmm. cooking with your neighbors, and developing those friendships and, and all that stuff. That helps out in times like this right here because then you have neighbors that are helping out neighbors. Because I'm hearing like stuff that reports that like uh, even talking with like friends or coworkers or whatever. Like I have no clue who my neighbor is. I don't even know these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody around mm-hmm. me. I'm I like I couldn't function that way. You know what I mean? And in, in these times, uh, people need. I, I feel like maybe back in the day they, we can do without John for sure. As probably if. not. As if probably not. <laughs> But I feel like back in the day, like that, I mean, everybody used to hang out with their neighbors. Everybody used to socialize with their neighbors, and they 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 had that camaraderie and barbecue and and all that good stuff. And in these times right here, we need them. I agree, hundred percent. Jan, what do you think? Well, we all know where I'd want to be right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's kind of. I don't think I could say it any better, James. I think that uh, this is probably a time where, you know, you had a hurricane at one point and it forced people to get outside and meet their neighbors a little bit. Uh, this is probably not a time that people really want to get outside and meet their neighbors. Correct. However, 
Um, if you're looking around at anybody that's self-quarantining, I mean, let's be honest, y'all y'all have been on self-quarantine for the last 20-plus days, you know, so we've all been doing it already, you know, to an extent. So, yeah, I'm to be honest with you, I'm ready for this thing to get over with, though. I'm, I'm ready to get back to some type of normalcy, to be honest. I don't know if my liver can handle it anymore. <laughs> Plus, I'm eating like every damn thing out of the freaking cabinets. I mean, I'm trying to come up with some weird shit, too, so <laughs> I don't know. I think I realized that this whole quarantine thing hasn't changed my life that much. Like, I'm home all the time anyway. Yeah. That is true. We know, John. <laughs> we get it. Just wait until you got to get up there and, like, fly the friendly skies, and it's not going to be so friendly. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not going to do that until I have somebody to. sniffling and snotting all over themselves trying to get a freaking can I get more ice in my cup and you're going to have a meltdown probably. <laughs> can I get a bag of uh, pretzels, please? You get a nice cold yeah. bag. And shut the hell up. <laughs> I, again, we're all under these times and it's a grab in the brisket podcast, guys. Hey, we appreciate you guys joining along and come along for the ride. So today we're doing a brisket injection tutorial. Right, we are continuing Brisketology 101. This is volume four, and we're going to talk about injections. I like how you do that there. Before we talk about injections, I sent out a text to you guys. This whole whose house are you in social media that's just taking everything by storms, whether it's Twitter or whatever, and it's not just like barbecue, but it's barbecue, it's sports, it's athletes, it's musicians. Whose house are you going to... Even like restaurants, like are you in Whataburger's house? Or are you in this or whatever? But so I sent out a tweet to you guys that had a list of probably athletes, chefs, probably musicians, all in there. And there's probably about, what, six tables that you can sit at or six houses that you can be with that you would quarantine with. And I'll shoot the list to John. John put it out there socially so all you guys can take a look at it and see what house you would be in. What did you pick, it, John? I made my decision. I went with uh, with house number six. You went with house number six, okay. You want me, okay. you want me to tell you who's in house number six? Let's see who Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's Beyonce. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, uh, Emma Watson, and Britney Spears. Really? It's a lot that of women. That was my choice. It's a really? lot of women. It is a lot of women. And Chris Hemsworth. And Chris. Yeah. He and- seems like a kick-ass dude. And I think Ellen is... I, I, so whatever. I think she's freaking hilarious. She's one of the best comics there is, and I think I'd be laughing. I get that y'all would probably choose the dude... Um, what's his name? Um, the cook, the chef... Well, Gordon I mean, Ramsay. I think Jan's pretty much almost killed off Ellen. Or no, Ellen and Oprah had to fight it out. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and there was one with Oprah in it, and that whole... Most of the groups had one or two people that was just like, nah, I don't want to be in that group. So there was like two groups that I was like, yeah, I could do that. And I, I just... I just This is the one I went with. I'm going to I'm gonna hang out with Ellen. What about you, Jan? So I, I went back and forth on this one... Uh, I mean, I was a, I was a house four and I was a house five, and then I ultimately went with house five, uh, which I mean, this guy arguably the hottest fifty-year-old uh, woman, J Lo. Um, yeah, LeBron James, which dude's a stud by himself, just hanging out with that guy and, and picking his brain, be awesome. And 
course, Gordon Ramsay. I mean, what are you not going to pick out with that? Uh, Post Malone, because he's 23, dumb. Uh, he's probably going to have like a big bag of marijuana or something. Who knows? <laughs> and then uh, Jennifer Aniston, because, I mean, if J-Lo's not the hottest, I mean, Jennifer Aniston is, is I, I guess, you know? And that's that's who I'd pick. I mean, it's, it doesn't hurt being a house full of hot hot 50-year-olds, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I guess not. I mean, I, I picked House 5 as well. I picked House 5 as well. Look, hey, you're eating good with Gordon Ramsay. I'm eating good with myself. I don't need Gordon Ramsay there to cook for me. I'm cooking for everybody. That is true, John. Yeah, but but, but to go back at House 4, which I was on the fence with, it's, it's Meghan Markle, Demi Lovato, Tina Fey, which she's super funny. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and smart. George Clooney, which... Dude's just cool as shit, you know. And then Dave Chappelle, which is yeah. also probably one of the best, funniest comedians I think I've especially throughout the early two thousands and and probably even now, to be honest. Yeah, I mean Dave Chappelle's awesome. So earlier, I I kind of like thought to myself, it's like how can we maybe come up with our own list? Yes, we will. And I I think we're gonna put it out there, and I think we're gonna go with barbecue pit masters. Mm-hmm. Maybe condiments. Okay. And then we're going to add in meats. We get it. So one will have like ribs, one will have brisket, one will have Correct. Like pork. You would have like Aaron Franklin house, Mm -hmm. but he would have no briskets. We don't need him, do we? (laughs) But he would have like uh, whatever it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, okay. I got Jess Prowls right now. I'm already calling her. Uh, That's not how what? this works. <laughs> yep. But she gets no. Yep. Um, oh. She gets no. Uh, none of her hardcore seasonings. Yeah, so it's a I big, huge mix up. Maybe she. You get Jess Prowls, and then you get hamburger meat, ham sandwiches. I'm fine with that. <laughs> hamburger meat and ketchup. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. You're having sloppy joes. <laughs> I'll take that house. <laughs> he Every still day, wants it. 14 days. I don't know. Yeah. 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 If you can't have Jess Prowse, I think I want Mo Casey because that dude just seems like a badass. You're just sitting around drinking and smoking cigars all day. No, I agree. Sounds I horrible. Agree. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely <laughs> pick somebody else. Yeah, let's get together. We'll, we'll put the list together and we'll put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's slide into brisket injection talk. Let's do this. Well, hold on. Can, can we can we go through? Because we, we just wrapped up a. You want to give a shout out to that the the, the video we just posted, um, which is part of our our last class that we had, um, yeah. which was yeah. the. Uh, so went through. We posted. Um, we we talked about picking out your briskets. We talked about um, trimming your briskets, uh, and then we went into seasoning. Uh, the briskets, which I know we're still kind of sh- giving those videos out there. Yep. It, uh, yeah, but, the video will be out before this ever drops. Right, right. But but the one the one we just released just just recently was the um, was the uh, trimming video, which I thought was not because I'm in it by any means. I'm not trying to say that a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Well, uh, uh, it's uh-huh. fine. As I did think the camera got a part of my good side, and hey, you'll you'll see it for yourself. Really, I mean, just watch the. Video. but uh yeah i'm super excited about that and, and some of the other videos that we actually had out so 
Um, I'm hoping those you can see those pretty soon. And that, that leads right into the brisket uh, injection, which we're going to talk about tonight. So, All right. So brisket injection, I mean, this is this is a topic that when you do a lot of research and you do a lot of Googling, like a lot of people like, like you don't need it or, hey, you do need it. So there's, right. there's a lot of like, do I do it or do I do not do it? I mean, I would, yeah, I would say most people are like, well, if you're in competition, you do it. If you're not in competition, don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, I get it. I mean, and so uh, we did this whole video on on uh, injection and the, the type of injection that we that we used or whatever. But so mm-hmm. there is a lot of like, I guess it probably d- depends on whether what realm of barbecue or what realm of brisket are you doing? Are you doing competition? Or are you not doing competition? So, yeah, well, I would say that injecting is only going to help. So whether you're doing competition or not, I mean, and for a lot of people, they don't do bris- like for us. We do a brisket every other weekend, right? So it's not a big deal. But some people, they do like maybe one or two briskets a year. They want that to be the best brisket ever. Correct. Inject it, man. Why not? Why not? Hey, and the two things that you're trying to do by injecting is to add moisture and to add flavor I and mean, that, that's the biggest thing so that's, that's what everybody wants right yeah. exactly that's, that's what everybody wants and there's there's some science behind this i assume there's a lot of science behind it and i tried to go all bill nye science guy mm-hmm. and learn about the 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 science behind of it and i quite frankly just failed a little bit so i read a little <laughs> bit and i i, I love it uh, so you have the you have the sodium phosphates. That's that, yeah. That's what all the injections that a lot of these have, right? commercial injections okay. that that people inject their briskets with. And if you can picture, like maybe okay, so you guys at home, if you can picture, maybe you bought like uh, some lunch meat um, from the the grocery store, and you open the pack and you can see like maybe kind of like an iridescent rainbow yeah. color sometimes it's like a luminescent little Correct. shininess to it that that is the the the, the phosphates that's the sodium mm. phosphates that they inject this meat with that helps retain moisture helps retain flavor and it's a little bit of a salt or whatever so i mean it helps and then, i guess i guess aldi don't use that kind of stuff do what i guess aldi don't use that kind of stuff alden Aldi? No, yeah. You're just not paying attention, man. It's on there. <laughs> it's on there. Yeah. Okay. On the other side of it, you have like the MSG. So the the accent, the... Monosodium glutamate? Exactly, John. So that... That, that pump, shit that tastes good. Yeah. Right. It gives you a headache. That makes other people have allergic reactions and headaches and all that good stuff. So uh, that's basically what's in it. And you'll have some... Other stuff, some like what concentrated beef broth powder or whatever it is, yeah. garlic and all that stuff like that. So, but I mean, it adds a lot of extra flavor for you guys. You get an extra punch of beef usually. Exactly. So we, we we do probably beef broth, and you can go into the ingredients of beef broth. So I mean, you're still probably looking at a bunch of salt, the the beef flavor and all that right. good stuff. So I mean, we're adding that as well when we get into the competition side we get some of the commercial grades to where we add all those extra phosphates and msg and all stuff like that that helps with the whatever so it's entirely up to you guys i mean you guys want to do it don't do it 
I mean, I personally don't do it at home, backyard. I'm about 50-50. Sometimes I do. Sometimes, I do. most of the time, I forget about it. But yeah, if, if you're not doing them that often, you want to do the best badass brisket. It does kick it up a notch. It does. And yeah, go check out the video. The video is, it's out. So go check it out. James goes into now, can how you tell he the, does it, the pattern he uses right. and whatnot. Now, can you tell the people when you're injecting it, where, where, where are the injection points and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and he kind of goes into that into the video, but basically he does sort of a, a grid, I guess you could say. Yeah, every, it's like every a, couple inches. Exactly. It's like a one-inch grid starting from the flat portion of the brisket, and then you're you're just doing a little grid back and forth, one inches. And a lot of people say injecting with the grain or inject against the grain. We've done both. We've done one or the other. I mean, it all depends on what, what the end results is that you're wanting. I mean, a lot of people say if you inject against the grain you're gonna have little needle marks yeah i've never noticed any but i've never noticed it so but if you're if you're using a injection that's really dark like if it's like worcestershire or one of those like really worse to what now worcestershire Worcestershire? yeah exactly worcestershire then you then you'll kind of see these little stain marks a little little hole marks and stuff like that you'll you'll see it but honestly i've I've seen no difference right yeah and a lot of times we we work our way back and kind of skip the point because it's already got so much moisture in it. Yeah. And like John said, hey, check out the video. We, we got it on the YouTube. This might be a prime opportunity. Alden, why don't you hit up those guys with the business? Oh, the business, baby. I ain't been able to do it live in a while. So, guys, you, you know the drill. Twitter, you can find us. It's at Grab the Brisket. Facebook and Instagram, both one and the same. It's at Grab them in the Brisket. And if you want to email us, that email address is grabmethebrisket at gmail.com. Our websites are both up. We have two different web addresses. They'll lead to the same place, www.grabthemandthebrisket.com. And as well, we have www.grabthebrisket.com. Both those will lead to the same place. Get get to our uh, our content, our merchandise, stuff like that, man. Uh, there's a comment section, you know, so we, like I say, we, we love the feedback and stuff like that. So uh, check it out. Hey, uh, before we leave this subject real quick, um, and, and it's something I have never tried. Uh, and now we talked about this briefly, James, was that you had a a uh, uh, a fat separator, or is, have you ever used that? Like taken the au jus and stored it, and then and then separated the oil and stuff from it, or the fat from it, and then had it almost like a concentrated beef au jus. With it's fully seasoned with all of your seasonings you, that you use, right? And then taking that on your next cook and injected it. I've thought about that, and I, I've not completed it. But to, I think you'll probably getting a little staining from the uh, the 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 seasoning mix or whatever it is. I've thought yep. about that. We should try that. We should try it at home and see how that turns out. Because I bet you it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a just a perfect way of putting that seasoning down into that meat. Um, I've also thought about it. It's just the problem is you got to think two briskets in advance, right? So that's kind of the the hard part. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So um, should we slide into ninety second beer review? Ninety second beer review. 
that's nice. Hey, we apologize in advance for the last 90-second beer review song. Yeah, any broken speakers, um, just, yeah, send your bill in to... To Matt. Yeah, Matt will take care of that. Yeah, Set us out, Matt. That would be 29... That's yeah. good. Just, <laughs> just tater salad, tater salad, Matt. That's all you got to put on the envelope. That's it. Okay, so uh, John, hit him up with the beer that we're uh, drinking today. We have Dublin May Luck Irish Red Ale, and this is from Eleven Below Brewing Company. I feel like we've had their stuff below uh, before, but I'm not. I'm not positive on that. I I, be- I, 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 I think- don't know either. Where are they out of? They're Houston. I know it's Texas. No, yeah, they're right here in Houston. Ah, okay. Yeah, these red L's are right up Jan's alley. <laughs> Dude, I'm digging these, man. These are so good. I'm all about that. Uh, 19 IBUs, which is not bitter at all. It's very crisp, very clean. 5.7% alcohol by volume. Uh, I love the the can. I love the green, how it just pops, that mm-hmm. four-leaf clover. Um I love the coloring. Um, it's simple, it's, right? But it's, it's cool. It's yeah, very simple, very just, just uh, yeah, very very cool beer. Uh, it tastes better than it looks, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, how do I get a twelve pack? How do I get an eighteen pack of this? Are you telling me? Are you telling me that they're hitting you with the low IBUs? And I'm, they're. I'm and, telling you right now. And they're my score. And they're. Ahead. They're, and they're pumping up the alcohol by volume? Almost I'm a six? You, I, I feel like people are listening to what I'm, I'm saying. Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, it's I already have a score. I've scored this already internally in my head. It would have a higher score if they could bring that 5.7, maybe to, I don't know, maybe to a 7, a 7.4, seven, 7.5. Seven, wow. Are you kidding me? This would be a 10. You're not asking too much. Well, I'm not. But right. you can do it. So I'm gonna put some in my mouth. Go ahead. That's what she said. It's got a very good mouth feel. <laughs> That's also what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is solid. Mm-hmm. I might be right there with Jan. Like, why aren't these sold in twelve packs? Right. I do not want to sell a lot of beer, or what? I guess I missed that part. What are they selling in? Just six pack? Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I got them in is a six pack. They may sell 12 bags. I haven't seen them in the store. So I, I love this right here. It says, it's, uh, it says the holidays and family drama are over, but St. Patty is right around the corner and it's time to get in the spirit. Nothing says uh, slant. I don't know what that means. Slante. Right there, but it's just like slante. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite like a, a fine Irish red air, red L. Um, Double me Lux rich malt backbone is unique Irish yeast characters give a malty little treat. All you need to get lucky, and I I, I love it. It's not too wordy. It's not too crazy. Um, it's it's a good little little ditty on a, on a beer. So loving it. Can I ask you one thing? What does yeah. it says right on around the top of the can? Whale oil beef hooked mean? What does that mean? Whale oil beef hooked. Whale is in yeah. whale. Or w- well. W H A L E. Whale oil beef hooked. I I don't know. That's new I to me. Know. I don't I, know what that I would means. imagine no a, a hook would be well oiled if it was hooking a whale. That's a big old hook too, bro. 
Okay. Yeah. Next. I think that's just something for people to see on the can and go, what the hell does that mean? Start talking about well, it. I'm sure there's a story behind it, so we'll do a little bit more research and we'll we'll throw it out there uh, social media-wise to mm-hmm. figure out what that is because, I mean. Could I be a, like a, I guess you could say like a so play on words. I- Maybe so. I I actually I actually Urban Dictionary this, uh, and it's it's basically um, I don't know if I want to say this on whatever. Uh, okay, well oiled beef hooked, if spoken very quickly, um, will be well I'll be effed. Well beef hooked. Oh, oh, it's like okay. a it's like an Irish accent kind of thing. I get it. There you it. go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, in that an Irish accent, well, I'll be very quickly. <laughs> I like it. Love it. That's right. Well, I'll How be cool that? Hey, I'm sorry, man, but th- this company is like super high on my list right now. Oh, I'm loving it. It's so good. Uh, you said you already got your score. Let's hear it, Jan. Score right now is an eight point one. You would have been a lot higher had it, that alcohol content been just probably at a six i probably would have gave it a nine okay okay uh i'm right there with you i mean i don't necessarily need the higher content i'll take the higher content but just going on how this beer tastes and it's um it tastes like red ale it's got it's malty but it's not over the top malty uh i'm i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a 8.3 there you go solid score let's go in the top 10 Alvin? I don't like it. God. <laughs> there goes your top 10 shot. Jesus. Al's going to sink this shit. I will be... Uh, Jane, what'd you give it? 8.1? Uh, the problem is he's only been drinking Bud Light for 14 days. <laughs> That's very true. Um, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's just not my you know, my preference. My palate isn't there yet. Um, so I will eat doubling down your score on this beer i'm gonna go 4.1 mm. okay all right so you're saying it's 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 okay still okay yeah not okay. bad i can still drink one all right well james can you save this ship wow I, I, there's no way i can steer this ship in the right direction because of that score i mean that's just gonna sink loose lips Think ships, and that's what Alden just did. He you just, have loose <laughs> lips, sir. Called a freaking Titanic, man. We just went down with a freaking iceberg. Alden iceberg took us down. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I was gonna go with the solid eight point Yeah, yeah. This is a great beer. Wait, are we I don't drinking? Know what you're not are, we, are we all drinking the same beer? I actually I don't even know anymore. Yeah, yeah, we definitely are. Let me take another sip. Hold on. Three point five. All right, send him back home. He's back on quarantine. <laughs> now, like I say, it's not bad. Um, just not something I would buy ever. But it's it's good. Okay. So, I mean, we, we still scored as something we would buy and not buy, right? Definitely. So, 4 point. You I'm going to go however four, you want. 4.1 for me. Patriotic right there. So, I mean, we'll see how this beer lines up. I think it's a good drinking beer. If they have, I'm the, still gonna finish it. I'm still gonna drink it. I think if they have this in the stores where I could buy more than a six pack, I will buy it. 
Yeah, I think it's a solid beer. And yeah, I just did the, the little math. This is going to fall at a 7.15 average, I believe. Mm. And uh, it would have to be above a 7.46 to make it into our top 10. Not in the top 10. Just outside. Just a bit outside. Well, who fucked that up? Starts yeah. with an A. Ends with a soul. Oh, Mandy. Oh. <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> Amanda. And this concludes the 90 Second Beer Review. 90 Second Beer Review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that was different. I like that. <laughs> I love it. So let me ask you guys a question. I, I got a question. Well, actually, do we want to get into the product review? Let's get into the product review. How so. can you go? Yeah, go ahead. How can you say, can I ask you a question? I have a question. Okay, yeah. So the product review tonight, and we've had some stuff from him before. This is from Neil Sarap, and this is his, uh, I guess this is his latest rubs, and they are the damn jerk rubs. So this is like a Jamaican yeah, like it's like a, yeah, it's like a jerk, spicy. Uh, he's got the Jamaican it tasty and the Jamaican it fiery. So, so uh, one's I, I, spicier than the other. I don't know if Jan has has had it. Not, I'm not really sure if Alden's had it. I have not. I, had I know it, no. John threw it down, and I've tried it myself. This does bring the heat. Yeah, it does have a little spice to it. Yep. Mm. So this would be right up Jan's alley, but he did not try it. But uh, you threw out some wings. Super good. Yep. They were fiery. They were spicy. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, the flavor was good. For me, I was like, uh, I would probably. Does the spice take away from the flavor? Or does it mask it at all? Or... It, had, it had a nice flavor. And then it got spicy. And it got heat. Okay, gotcha. That means pretty good, though. Yeah. That's usually what you want, right? Exactly. At least you can taste it, and then it's going to light you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was good on the wings. I would be interested in trying it on, like, I don't know, like a pulled jerk chicken, maybe with, like, some rice or something like that. I think it would have been more apt. Or maybe not a dry wing. Maybe have added some kind of sauce to it, so I had, like, maybe some sweet to go with the spice. But it was a solid rub. I mean, it's another one that, I mean, another one for Neil's well, repertoire. He's got quite a lineup now. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think about maybe do, taking that and uh, maybe doing like a, um, like a, in your flour batter fry? Is that, do you think it would translate into some, maybe some fried wings or fried chicken or fried, a chicken fried steak? That might be actually a great idea. Yeah. Cause I think it, it like you said, it's pretty damn spicy. So I think if you, you put it into a batter, that might be like, might tone it down might be just perfect yeah well, yeah I'll try that yeah now I, me personally i mean i think it was missing a little bit of the salt content right yeah i mean you, well you know us we love to doctor up rubs anyway but right yeah it, yeah i think it could have been kicked up just a little bit nice. so, all in all love love the rub i mean i love the stuff that he's putting out there and a lot of the stuff that he puts out there it's like i mean these are all natural all the ingredients that are going in there, they were, you're not getting the MSG and the, the the accent and all that good stuff that they're uh, a lot of these other rubs are. So this mm-hmm. is this is this is healthy, not a whole lot of sodium. So I mean, I mean, he's he's producing a pretty good product for the people out there that are like, yeah, and he's getting it into the people's hands. That's what he's doing. He like is. at the beginning, he has given away more bottles of rub mm-hmm. than anybody I've seen online, but I think it's working because he's gotten. 
pretty hugely popular, and I think he's he's I mean he's making a lot of products now. Yeah. So you're saying that basically grabbing the brisket is the reason why Neil Sarap is taken off. Absolutely not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> yeah, he's, okay. yeah, he was around a little bit before we started. Right, right. So we we be- definitely made him famous and popular then. Sure, we'll go with that. You're welcome, Neil. Like that. Hey, Neil, <laughs> got anything else you want to send out to us? We're happy to eat it because we love it. I mean, we'll definitely review it, uh, give it our honest opinion. Yeah. Um, hey, now that we're way, figuring this out, we can have him on the show. Without a doubt. And you're also welcome for the chicken fried steak recipe thing that is busted out there with uh, with your um, your hotter Jamaica me crazy what what was it called Jamaica what yes yeah and we probably should have put that on that yeah John uh, scored some nice like uh, cutlets from a, a local restaurant and we threw down some chicken fried steak earlier this week and we we cooked it on the Weber yeah. Yeah, we should have thought about that. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah, that video will be coming out soon. Too. I did live. I live right there. Yeah, you're, you're on you know, quarantine. You're all poisonous. That and don't whatnot. mean you can't drop it off. <laughs> we ate it all. What? It was good. I'll it say that. I'm really sure. Good. It was. And yeah, that was actually some was stuff the, we got from RC Ranch. What was the cutlets? Uh, was it like a steak, or was it was it tenderized at all, or no? Yeah, it was a tenderized steak. Okay. Okay. Nice. That's badass. So, uh, thumbs up for Neil Sarab. I mean, absolutely. Everything, yeah, it's great. Produces great stuff. So, thumbs up for that guy. Uh, but they've all been phenomenal. I don't think that's a yeah. bad a bad deal because you think about it. Like, if if they produce something that's already salty, you know what I mean. If you can introduce salt on your own to to spice it up a little bit, or not mm. spice it up a little bit, but to you know what I mean, put kick some more salt into it, kick it up a little bit. It's better than it being overall salty to begin with. You know what I mean. Yeah, 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 you can't take away salt. Right, it's, right? it's much easier to add salt than take it away. Exactly. So, uh, thumbs up for us. Love the stuff. You guys check it out for yourself. And Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, where can they find Neil? Uh, well, he's on every social media you can find. He, if you don't find him, he will find you. But he also has his website, neilsarap.com, N-E-I-L-S-A-R-A-P.com. And if you're listening to this, there will be a link to his website in the description. Love it. Good job, John. You're welcome, and thank you. So I, I was asked uh, earlier today uh, by a good friend of the show, people of the show, they asked me... Uh, when do you clean your grill? Hmm. Do you clean it after you cook? Or do you wait to the next time you cook and then give it a little clean after you already got the charcoal going and whatever? What's the? Is there a right or wrong answer to this? Is there an etiquette to it? I would say the only wrong answer would be that you don't clean your grill. Uh, for me, I'm not religious about either way. I just make sure before I put food on it again that it gets clean. So, yeah, it could be that I'm standing around drinking a beer, and after I've took the food off, I go ahead and give it a scrape down or whatever. Or it could be that the next time I fire my grill up, I put the grates on there, let them get hot, and scrape it off then. Either way, as long as it gets cleaned before my food goes on. But really, even if I did clean it off the time before, I'm probably still going to scrape it down again before I put food on it the next time. Yeah. Okay. Can, can I uh, can I ask you a question, James? And, and maybe you said this earlier, but I mean, I'm in, uh, making a drink or something. Um, it's, to, it's to a friend of the show, 
or somebody that likes the show, right? Who? Yeah, it's give, Dusty. Give me a backstory to this. This is okay, Dusty, Dusty. Our, our good friend Lagrange. Yeah, his name's Dusty Literal. Okay, Literal Insurance. Boom. Yeah. Uh, Literal's hand card washes. washes. Correct. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what? What was the? Uh, what was the premise of this? Where's? Where's? Where's this coming from? What is he? I don't know if he he wants me to put this information out here, but so okay, so basically, hey, call the show, man. <laughs> basically, basically uh, he has his father-in-law that may come over and and do a little grilling or cooking or whatever, and then they do chicken and all this good stuff. So his idea of maybe once they're done cooking, just close the lid off and it, the chicken skins and everything is still stuck to the grates or whatever. That's good. We'll deal with it later. So his thinking is when he has to deal with it later, when he's going to go cook again, he fires up the grill. Now he's got a whole grill full of uh, freaking uh, chicken skins and seasonings and everything just stuck to the 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 grates itself. Now i got to spend another couple of minutes or 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever of getting the scraping going and getting this thing cleaned up. As opposed to what he does, usually what he does is after he's finished cleaning, maybe crank up the heat a little bit. And he he, he is cooking on the gas grill uh, for okay. this this particular instance. And, and then crank up the heat, let that kind of burn up a little bit, scrape it off to where you get everything back to bare metal, and then shut everything down and done. So, it, uh, and whose grill is this? Uh, it's his grill. Then there's the answer. No man should touch another man's grill, right there, right. <laughs> so, if uh, if if somebody wants to close it down and 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 walk away from this, and it's my grill, um, first of all, they're probably gonna get slapped. Don't touch my grill, okay? Don't put, don't even look at my grill anymore, right? Uh, that's my grill. And then the other thing is like, yeah, if he wants to clean it before, then he probably needs to go ahead and do that and and not listen to. Uh, you say his father-in-law or father? Father-in-law. Father-in-law. Okay. Yeah, that's. Hey, I get it. I, I, to me, it doesn't really bother me. But if it bothers him, that's that's his grill. You know. I mean, his girl. I mean, grill. It's all the same. My grill. My grill. So he 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 does have his uh, grill that's plumbed in just like yours. So it, it's it's all natural gas. No propane bottle, so he did mention to me that he is a, he loves the show and he's a huge fan. He's like, we have had on several occasions, we have done what Jan has done over the last like whatever. We've left this grill gone for like <laughs> several days. <laughs> it's great. So it happens. Think, it does happen. It does. I got. I got to buy. I got to change up my whole. I, I, I guess I left it on for so long I didn't realize that it you know it comes with these stones inside you know it's pretty nice or whatever I gotta replace all the internals uh, on mine it's just I have a flame that shoots up about three foot out of it right now so that's not good <laughs> it's not good at all no. yeah mm. the, and uh, Dusty did say Going back after the last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, where we're talking about the left-handed briskets versus the right-handed briskets, the cow sleeping on the left-hand side, right-hand side, or whatever, he's going to do a little research on his own, and he's going to uh, and he's in Lagrange, and he 
has his own cattles and all that good stuff. And then he has friends that has that as well. So he's going to do a little research and see if there's a truth to this. Boom. Love it. Look forward to this. All right. You guys stay tuned. Yeah. We'll have to have him on the show again. And let's go into the barbecue fails. Barbecue, barbecue fails, fails. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm, Evan? Okay. Mm-mm. Good stuff, man. Y- y'all got on me last time because I tried to come up with the like a jingle, and you're like, "Oh, there's only one jingle. It's a nine second beer review. That's it." <clears throat> well, sometimes shit just works out. All right, here's a barbecue fail for you, folks, and uh, I'm pretty sure we got this to our email, and this is from Eric Arnold. And it says, I just wanted to tell you guys that I recently discovered your podcast, and it is awesome. Should we just cut right there? Thank you, Arnold. Yeah. In the Let's podcast take, now. That, that's a barbecue podcast. win, sir. <laughs> In hey, the podcast Arnold. Where, where's, where's he from? Does, does he have a football head? I, I don't know what that means. I'm going to keep going, though, and you'll find out where he's from. I wanted to share a story with y'all. I live in Hewitt, Texas, moved from Hobbs, New Mexico in 2001. I know exactly where Hobbs, New Mexico is. Do you know where Hewitt, Texas is? I do not know where Hewitt, Texas is. Me neither. Okay. He got bit by the barbecue bug. I was in my backyard smoking a brisket on my custom-made stick burner with some friends of mine from Hobbs that came down to hang out. We were in the backyard listening to 80s metal bands, kind of loud, drinking, drinking a shit ton of beer. I let the fire almost go out, so I got the charcoal chimney out and filled it up and went to light it again. I went back to drinking beer, looked up, and the chimney was blazing, so my dumbass grabs the plastic handle uh, to dump the charcoal, but it burnt the crap out of my hand, so I launched this thing backwards towards my neighbor's backyard. I figured that's where uh, it landed. Hell, he barbecues, so I figured he can have the thing since it burnt the shit out of my hand. So I get the brisket done, finally, let it rest a while, and we finally eat around 11 that night, and then we pass out. The next day, my hand is sore as hell and has a few blisters. So a few weeks later, I'm out of my backyard, and I just happen to look up into my giant live oak tree that's by the fence, and holy shit, my chimney is stuck up in the tree. So I look around real quick, laugh out loud for a rake or a shovel. This thing... (laughs) Is the tree on fire? That's all I want to know. I'm sorry. It melted no. into the tree. No, it's been there a couple of weeks. <laughs> this thing falls out of the tree and it hits me in the head. <laughs> Ugh, he says. So now this thing has kicked my ass twice. I give it to my neighbor, told him, good luck with this, some bitch. It's dangerous. And that is Eric Arnold's fail. Eric. Oh, that's great. That is super awesome. Oh, shit. Uh, looks like. Looks like Hewitt is uh, just south of uh, just south of Waco on on thirty five. There, yeah, that's so, a long way from Hobbs, New Mexico. Do you have family yeah, uh, in Hobbs, New Mexico, Eldon? I do not, but where I grew up was Hobbs, New Mexico. Was the immediate once you cross the border, you're right into Hobbs, New Mexico. Nice. So okay. I know all about Hobbs. I've been to Hobbs a lot. I wonder if that's uh, near where our friend TD's Terrell. Uh, yeah, where he lives. He My lives somewhere man. right there. He said he'd heard of Hobbs, right? I don't know. I know he says he's right across the border somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, right there on that, that flat of the Texas Panhandle as soon as you cross over. And that was, you know, getting into the time change and stuff like that. So as soon as I went over 
across the border in Mexico, like the hour, it changed, the time changed. Um, but yeah, so Hobbs was, Hobbs was right there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that was a great story, Eric. Shoot me a message. Love I'll it, send Eric. you. I'll send you a shirt and some stickers. Oh, for sure. That was cool, man. Look, yeah, we've all done that. That whole like uh, the 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 chimney starter or whatever. Oh, that's too hot. Boom. Right. Oh, it shouldn't be hot, right? I don't think I've ever thrown it up in I've a tree. I've never thrown though. it, uh, but I've grabbed a hold of one. It, it, I guess it depends on which one you get or whatever. Because I think Weber puts out a. a chimney starter basket and i think right there's a bunch of other ones that do some it. of them are supposed to not get so hot some are a little bit better some are a little bit worse and but you get one of those like <laughs> cheapy cheapy versions oh you grab a hold of that uh, dude you better be hoping you got some gloves on because your hand's like melting to that hand i want to know where the charcoal went when he flew when he when he sent that thing flying because it was full of charcoal when he threw it right so where did the charcoal go right right yeah it, no clue that guy's just lucky he didn't burn down the house or he didn't burn down the neighbor's house. <laughs> yeah. or Eric, that guy what? stuck him in the, the tree. He's lucky the tree didn't catch on exactly. fire. Exactly. That's what mm-hmm. I thought was going to happen. And Eric, let us know what has since happened with this chimney. So is the neighbor using it? You know, we don't know yet. So <laughs> You want to follow up on the chimney? We want to follow up Alden on the chimney. Alden also wants to know what know. 80s metal you were listening to. Alden exactly yeah. knows, wants to know what 80s metal you're listening to. That is to. very true. Yeah. Is it... Uh, we we looking at Def Leppard, could be, or could, we could looking be, at uh, could be Motley Crue, could be Van Halen. Are those considered be, metal? Uh, they're more hairband guys, yeah. so yeah. not metal at all. That's yeah. that's a whole another episode that we'll get into as far as like eighties metal and all that good stuff. We won't get into that, but right. hey, hey Arnold, just want to say thanks for that, man. Most people wouldn't share that kind of story. I know that. I mean, I'm pretty much to perfect uh i do make mistakes but there's no way in hell i'm telling anybody that thing happened so uh kudos to you and uh bravo yeah my absolute favorite part is that thing falling and hitting him in the head yes oh yeah that is some shit that i would do you got him twice that's what he said this fucking thing got me twice (laughs) Uh, i wonder how far apart that was did he say he said uh what did he say a couple weeks later a couple weeks later okay yeah that's so I mean that, that's what we're doing here. So we're we're learning and we're going growing and and you guys out here that are sharing the stories or whatever, uh, it's super embarrassing but yet yeah, super awesome and we're sharing our own. Hey, so we're learning together. We're learning together. So we appreciate it. and guys keep hitting up the website, keep hitting up the Gmail and all that good stuff. Check out the YouTube. Check out all the stuff that we have. Uh, um, all the videos, the how tos, the tutorials, the how to nuts. How to knots exactly? So uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. You like it? You don't? Give us feedback. I mean, we probably don't care if you don't like it, but we're gonna keep putting it out there. So yeah. And if there's something you want to know how to cook, yeah, exactly. Let us know. We will make a little tutorial video for you. If, I agree, hundred percent. For the people out there that are uh, the, as we are experiencing this whole craziness mm-hmm. we feel for you stay safe wash your hands quarantine yourself social Levels. distance yeah do all the good stuff we love you guys are we ending <laughs> uh, yes okay. we, we were wrapping this bad boy up let's put a bow on it hey. let's put a bow on it thanks y'all hey thanks a lot guys i'm out we're out out now not in quarantine no more 
just grab them in the brisket.